You're listening to Case 63, a Spotify audio series. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all, but it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. For the record, Dr. Eliza Knight, session number seven, case 63, October 28th, 2022. Joining us today is Devaj Patel, professor of physics at Princeton University, where he also did his postdoc work in experimental physics. He also holds a PhD from MIT. Besides being an excellent physicist, Devaj is a good friend of mine. That's why I asked him to join me in one of our sessions. And the patient consents, correct? Sure. You bring a new guest every day, doctor. I'm flattered. There are questions that I simply wouldn't think to ask, and Devaj is here to ask them. Jemmy Button. Excuse me? In 1830, while mapping out the channels near the Strait of Magellan, Captain Robert Fitzroy captured some Patagonian natives and took them to London. One of them was traded for a mother-of-pearl button. He was stripped of his unpronounceable name and was renamed Jemmy Button because he was bought for a button. Yes, yes, I know the story. Hmm. From the channels at the end of the world to London. For Jemmy, that was like traveling to the future. They questioned, analyzed, and measured him. Yeah, seems like destiny for time travelers. Being subjected to these types of exhibitions. Eliza tells me that, according to you, time travel is possible thanks to the discovery of an ancient culture on Mars. Or rather, will be possible. Correct. And you explained something about altering gravity with... Lasers. Lasers, yes. Could you please walk me through the process? Why? Why what? If I'm going to explain how to travel through time, I'd like to know how you plan on using this information. Well, I'm going to compare it to contemporary physics and see if what you say makes sense. And what if it did make sense? If it made sense, we'd have to throw the second law of thermodynamics out the window. And that would make you uncomfortable? No, honestly, I don't think that would be impossible. Perhaps one day we might be able to, theoretically, travel to the future. But you can't subtract entropy from a closed system. That I know to be true. But, well, here I am, so you can convince me otherwise. Sure. Do you have a pen and paper? Here, Devash. Okay, write this down. Everything is based on Brown's model of the flux capacitor. Which is? It is the key to the whole thing. A box with three incandescent lamps in a Y shape, which is placed at the rear of the time machine. We use the sports car. When the car reaches a speed of 88 miles per hour, things happen. Shall I go on? I'd rather you didn't. 
please, we've all seen that movie. Eliza, thanks for the invitation, but, well, I think there are better ways for all of us to spend our time. Uh, I thought that, theoretically, time couldn't be wasted. We've made progress. Peter, Peter, please, please tell him what you told me. Okay, um, uh, uh, about the circular lasers, gravity is, is key. Would you explain that? You wouldn't understand a single word of it, even if I did explain it to you. Do you really know what gravity is? Do you know what a tippet of loop fragments is? Do you know what it means to have a retrograde transtemporal domain? Do you know what a TARDIS slide is? No, I don't. But I do know that you're taking us for fools. I'm sorry, Liza, but I can't listen to this anymore. So, Mr. Reuter, this is a new low. Care to explain to me why you made fun of my friend? Your friend? Yes, my friend. I would choose my friends more wisely. Who is he? He was arrogant. In any case, he behaved like he wants to prove himself to you. He likes you. It doesn't matter. What matters is that I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you. Showing me off like Jemmy Button in the Victorian court isn't the solution to your problem. It shouldn't matter what other people think. Only thing that matters is what you believe. Not if you act like a child, hiding information and changing the data. Why isn't that what psychotics do? Aren't they fickle? Yes, they are. But for someone with such a serious medical condition, you seem to be in remarkably full possession of your faculties. Or at least to act like it. Well, what am I doing then? Say it, Doctor. It won't hurt. Say you believe me. Isn't it suspicious that you get defensive when I bring in other people? It doesn't scare me. This information is dangerous, Doctor. If there's something that the future has taught me, it's that information is dangerous. Not everyone can know this. Paradoxes can occur. Or or parasite timelines that go nowhere. Dead ends. The more people know about what's going on, about what I've told you, the shakier the base timeline becomes. Please, stop bringing people here. I've given you all the evidence you need. We'll be together in the future. How is it that you don't believe me yet? What are you holding on to? Reality, that's what I'm holding on to. And and, and what you, you're clinging to nothingness, to something that isn't possible. Not something impossible. I told you already, believe in the future. I can't accept that. Think about when you were eight years old. Did you imagine the world like this? Everything is possible. Better yet, think about the world before 2020. In my time, we have a saying, the future starts in 2020. Think about how things were before that year. Everything that you thought was impossible. In three months, the entire world's population was locked up. Don't talk to me about impossible. Look, I have had this job for 12 years, and during that time, only one thing has stopped my mind, my sanity, and my sense of self from crumbling. I draw a line, a clear one, between what is logical, rational, and scientific, and what is not. Well, I invite you to erase that line. What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? You! Me! Selfishness, that's the problem. Remember when we talked about revolutions? Changing something today for those in the future? What what we are defining today, right now, in this room, isn't what you're afraid of or what is keeping you tethered to reality. We are defining the fate of seven billion humans. Their lives depend on what you decide here and now. Can you accept that? We've reached the end, the end of the road. You can listen back to your seven tapes again and again, but you have to make a decision to know what's right or wrong. You have to stop thinking. You have to feel, doctor. An act of faith, that, that's what I'm asking. You have everything you need. I can't do anything else. Peter, Peter, please. I got blood drawn today. It's in the hospital lab. You just have to ask for it. It's plasma rich in platelets. If I Peter. fail, 
You have to do it. Inject patient zero before November 24th. I'm gonna ask for a transfer. I don't think I can continue seeing you. I've lost perspective, and this is no, no, no. no longer professional. It. It isn't, it. It's, it. it's not helping you. No, I am going to inform the head of my department tomorrow. I really hope from the bottom of my heart that you get better, Peter, and I'm sorry that I couldn't help You're you. You're making the biggest mistake of your life. For my record, time, 10.30 p.m., October 28th, 2022, Pertaining to the disconcerting nature of case 63. I've consulted my library for case studies of delusion. Also watched YouTube videos about similar reports of time travelers. Okay, there's the case of John Titer. He claimed to be an American soldier from the year 2036, but he only communicated through message boards. He wrote he had a time machine installed in the back of his Renault 12. Also, Haken Nordqvist, a Swedish man who said he traveled to the year 2042 while fixing his dishwasher. Andrew Carlstein, an American who became a millionaire buying risky stocks and then disappeared. All of them frauds, of course, without exception. All of them. Hi, sweetheart. It's your mom. How are you? Hope you aren't working too hard. Uh, I, I wanted to check in with you about your sister. She, um, could use, mm. she could use a phone call right about now. Uh, uh, I, I know that might be okay. hard to hear, but, uh, it's never too late to mend fences, you know. Uh, she, she got some test results back today, and it's not good. So, think about it, okay? I love you. Case 63, created and written by Julio Rojas, adapted by Mara Velez Melendez, directed by Mimi O'Donnell, starring Julianne Moore, Oscar Isaac, and Daryush Kashani. Executive produced by Julianne Moore, Oscar Isaac, and Mimi O'Donnell. Produced by Katie Pastor. Sound design and mix by Armando Serrano and Daniel Brunel. Score by Moat. <laughs>